babies. You want to try and do Brady? Yes. Oh, we're not going to try. We're going to do Brady. 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 We're going to do him right. Yeah. Regardless of the fact that he's on the list and he's dead to us. We touched on this in our previous podcast. The fucking Brady conundrum that I'm in. I'm only going to talk personally here because I know, Bill, you have your point of view. And, Ray, I know you have a developing point of view. Um, I'm not on the, on the Brady is dead to me train. Totally. Okay? I'll support the show. And as a show, Brady is dead to us. But me personally, I can, I can compartmentalize between the two things with Brady with the Patriots and how that ended in 16, 17, his relationship with Belichick. Now Belichick did him dirty. And then how 18, 19 Brady turned into a diva, little bitch. And now in 2020 is talking about his fucking TB 12 coconut water and working out down in Tampa and COVID can affect him. And only thing to fear is for himself and how I just kind of want him to fucking shut up and go away because I would love to continue to support Tom Brady as the greatest quarterback ever, greatest Patriot ever in our history with Tom Brady, but it's becoming harder by the day because of his stupid bullshit antics. Mm-hmm. But that's not what we're here to talk about tonight. Can I ask you real quick? Where yep. do we rank national, national disasters from Pearl Harbor to COVID? Where do we where where do we go on the list? Can I ask? Uh, I don't know. I don't. I, I mean, that's you just kind of brought that up there, Bill. I don't think that was in the fucking email. <laughs> no, yeah, it wasn't. Email, but, but when you know, the only thing you can fear is fear itself. I think. It's, okay, it's okay. I see where you're getting. Ah, I see what you did there, Rain Man. Is COVID dead to me? Yeah. No, it's hard for me to come off that take. It's hard for me to come off that take. Ray, you got anything you off you want to get off your chest before we we dive into this tonight? I just wish he would shut the fuck up because come December when I'm wearing that goddamn jersey, he needs to lay off this shit because this is my life on the line now. And for those of you who are just tuning in now, Ray, um, as we speak today, not when we release it, but today as we're recording it, Ray lost a bet. He was uh, garnished a bet to hit a baseball in fair territory, in a batting cage. He had 10 swings at uh, 85, which inevitably ended up being 75 miles an hour. Actually, he failed to do it swing. in 14 swings. So now he has to wear his brand-new Brady Buccaneers jersey that he bought the day Brady signed with the Bucks because he is piece of shit. what you would call a classic <laughs> piece of shit. And uh, we're going to make him lose Me a Brady. Maybe a kid. You, you, oh, in oh, Foxborough, the first home game we can get to. Gillette Stadium, you're gonna wear that jersey, and mm-hmm. uh, someone's gonna break. Someone's gonna rip your kidney out at some point. Something, something probably terrible Bill. is probably going Bill. to happen to you, and it's probably gonna be done by Bill. Oh, I'm definitely gonna throat fuck you in that day too. <laughs> Usually, Pat's on the ride home, so I'm fine. But today, we're here to talk about Tom Brady and our experience with him <laughs> as a New England Patriot. We're gonna. This is where you know you're getting the. Best, the best quality sports talk that you can get because 
after all the bullshit we just laid out for you for what Tom Brady's doing, we're going to put that aside, even though we've been drinking all fucking day, and we're going to compartmentalize our love and hate situation for Thomas Edward Brady, and we're going to bring you deep, deep, deep into the cortex of the Brady Boner Hour. So strap in, folks. We're going to talk about all things good Brady's done for us since 2001 um, to now. I guess not till now, till a couple years ago. So... Here we go. America's new choice for drinks. Uh, TB12 Foundation for $199. Oh, so fuck TB12. You can get TB12 Foundation for kids that don't read so good. <laughs> Are you what? Welcome to the Superman Sports Show. Uh, the only reason I said that is because we were just talking about it yesterday. Me and... Uh, a friend were bullshitted on uh, Zoolander, and that was one of the things. That <laughs> oh, that's a great. Yeah, that's what I was getting at. The kids, the kids that don't read good. <laughs> that's brilliant. That's brilliant. We should actually we should get a free subscription to that as graduates of Raymond High School. <laughs> no, because if you ever watched Zoolander two, I know nobody did, but they made it out of popsicle sticks. So the first person that stepped in it, the whole school collapsed. <laughs> stupid is as stupid does, stupid sir. Is. I hate how you put that under my fucking shit sometimes. No, we got to get rid of that. <laughs> oh, I want to hear. Do I no. hate that. First oh, of all, I put it in under everybody's shit. Yeah, mine you're too. just you just get it more often, Ray, because you're the dumbest. I want to hear it Ray's <laughs> moaning when, for instead of stupid as the soup does. <laughs> That's what I want to hear. Was it that bad? Oh, it was bad. We'll see. Uh, we might be able to. We might be able to isolate some of that audio. <laughs> For now, boys, maybe we can use some of that audio in a positive light on this segment, on this topic, as we talk about Tom Brady and our our favorite goddamn moments. Let, let's just start out broad. First thing that comes to mind, when you think of our experience and our fandom of the New England Patriots and Tom Brady at the helm, and and let's lay it out, we're all... 35-ish, 34-ish, mid-30s. And our and Tom Brady came at a time where sports was important and and we dedicated our life to playing sports, following sports. It was everything to us. And the the Patriots and football was everything to us. And 2001, Brady won that championship and it was glorious from there. So as Boston sports fans, boys, we got it fucking good. I think we all need to acknowledge that. And, uh, and Brady's been the best of them all. So, um, Bill, just what, what's your favorite memory of, of Brady and, and the Patriots? First time I thought Brady was for real, the Carolina Super Bowl. You know, you could think if, if you look at, you know, I think some of you guys will say, oh, one, you know, St. Louis figured it was kind of a fluke. You, didn't, you know, the next year you don't make the playoffs. 
start 13, two and two, you're like, okay, well, we got a lucky ship, right? And then you, you finish 14 and two and you had your second game winning drive in a Super Bowl. That was fucking Bray. No, that was when it was like, okay, like we got we we got a guy here. Not because he won the second ship, but the fact that he had you have two game winning drives in Super Bowls. Like you saw that fire. You saw that like when the game's on the line, we got a we got the best most most class quarterback of all time. And you could see it early on because no no sta- uh, no situation was too big for him, right? Right. You know, and you see two and two. I think they lost to the Redskins, no three to to go two and two. And then Tom Jackson from ESPN came out and said they hate their coach. Was that two thousand nine? No, 2000. and they won twenty one straight games. Regular. Was it 2002? two thousand two? No, two thousand three. They started after they they lost all the lost the first game because they cut Lawyer Malloy. That Drew Bledsoe game they lost. Oh, 31, you're right. 30, 31 yeah, nothing. you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. They came out and said that. They start two and two, and you're looking at it and go, man, we just lucked into a Super Bowl two years ago because you missed the playoffs the year before. And then you go 14 and two. And then you 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 saw Brady in that Super Bowl and the that playoff run. Even that pit that pit game before that too, is you saw him, okay, we got a quarterback here. So that was your affirmation that Brady was was the deal. Um, but Brady. that was coming from a, a Bledsoe guy. You know, we've said it in our sports fan podcast or whatever that, like, Rich, you and I are Bledsoe guys. So we had a – Through and through. Through and through Bledsoe. So, I mean, if you're looking, and, and I said it too, it's like I wanted Bledsoe to start a Super Bowl. Why? Because Brady was hurt. So they got rid of him the next year. So it's like we were f- not forced to be Brady fans, but when our guy goes down and get and it's gone, we got to be. Yeah, two thousand two thousand one was. We've talked about this, Bill. Two thousand one was a conflict for us with, with Brady taking over, um, Bledsoe being hurt, and then coming back, coming in, then Brady getting hurt in the Pittsburgh cha- game, and Bledsoe leading them to the Super Bowl in, in that one game, and then Brady coming back. Um, so yeah, no, definitely. I think, I think everybody will have that same thing. 2000, um, the 2003 Carolina season and and what they did, the affirmation of, of Tom Brady being a top quarterback in the league and, and your starting quarterback for the New England Patriots Super Bowl winner. You know, that was when the talk started with Tom Brady's a winner. Tom Brady's a winner. Right. Um, and that was Tom Brady versus Peyton Manning and stats and winning and things like that. And obviously, you know, 04 and beyond really started to cement that in. Um, I guess what I, what I would ask, though, is there, one, is there one thing in that time built that something jumped out in terms of a favorite memory in – or maybe – or I guess you said it, Carolina, Carolina Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. The second game-winning out, yeah. drive in a Super Bowl. Yeah, that, that's a big one. Right. Or the, or the Tennessee game in the early. It was the coldest game in history. The, Foxborough's history and Brady's throwing ducats to Brent Bethel Johnson. To close right. Out a right. Game. Yeah. 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 Good call. Right. right. I mean, yeah. Um, no, that, that is good. No, I, yeah. Brady came into his own man. I, it, and we can get into when Brady became Brady later, but um, right. What do you have a favorite memory? Does something uh, jump out to you in that Oh three series or do you go somewhere else? Season you know, or do you go somewhere else? I, I go somewhere else because as Bill said, you guys were Bledsoe guys. I despise Drew Bledsoe. Despised him. Get fucking Suck. bent, dude. Yeah. So Suck September twenty third, two thousand one, five oh three left in the fourth quarter. Jets up ten to three. 
Drew Bledsoe scrambles for a first down. Mo Lewis knocks him out of the game, ruptures his spleen, and so begins the Brady era. That is where it began for me because I fucking hated Drew Bledsoe. And anything under center was going to be a win for me, and that's why I am a Drew Bledsoe, uh, Tom Brady fan, and I hated Drew Bledsoe. Go can ahead, I, Bill. Yep, can go I, ahead. Can I ask you a quick question? Yep. So you, you turned into a Tom Brady fan after that. His first start – what of uh, 13 to 23 for a hundred zero touchdowns? I know 44 points against... in a sack, but how, how, what, what did he show you in a 13 for 23 for under 200 yard game? That because he didn't hold the he, ball for 10 fucking seconds. Fucking Drew Bledsoe. He didn't hold the ball for 10 seconds to get sacked. Like Drew Bledsoe did every fucking game. He Rich, got really tiebreaker tiebreaker, Rich. Uh, no, Tom Brady's better than Drew Bledsoe. That's a crazy yeah, fucking scenario, I'm, Bill. But I just want to say that that, that Mo Lewis game, uh, my mama and my papa, they yep. were in the stands, 50-yard oh, no line, shit. about halfway up in old Foxborough Stadium. And my mother tells it to this day. It's the last game she's been to, probably the first game she went really? to in 30 years. And she no said, shit. I could hear that hit. Wow. 50 yards up at the 50-yard line. Let's remember that Drew Bledsoe had internal bleeding in that no, game. Not. Came back and played that series. So for you to shit on our fucking savior, Drew Bledsoe, Ray, you can burn in hell. Yes, clearly Tom Brady is better than Drew Bledsoe. Was he right. better in 2001? I don't know. Probably not, to be honest with you. But he won a Super Bowl. To the Super Bowl and allow me to present you my favorite memory, which I asked you two idiots, and none of you could give me a fucking firm answer. My favorite memory Ooh. of Tom Brady is 2001 New England Patriots, two minutes left to win the Super Bowl, tied against the greatest show on turf. Tom Brady goes and wins him the fucking Super Bowl. If you can't come out with that at that as an answer, look, I know he's got a lot. He's got 20 years of fucking awesome memories. I can put a lot on my list. But 2001, you're talking about I'm a 14-year-old kid sitting in my basement watching this game with my parents and their friends who have come over for every fucking Patriots game on Sunday for several years in a row, even when they suck balls, even when they're the worst team in the league. And now there's a chance for them to win the Super Bowl. It's February. Pat Summerall is falling asleep calling the game. John Madden tells him to take a knee, and Brady dishes to J.R. Redmond, throws an 18-yard out to Troy Brown, throws it to fucking Jermaine Wiggins to put him in the field goal range, and Vinatieri kicks that thing through with no time left on the clock, and my father goes in the garage and rears his fucking Harley for 25 <laughs> minutes because New England is celebrating, boys. New England is celebrating. If that's not on the top three of Tom Brady's greatest accomplishments, accomplishments as a basically a rookie quarterback balls of steel ice in his veins that uh, top three top yeah. three can we can we oh, agree. agree can agree. we agree on that we, we agree and i know you're gonna cut this but this is the second time we did this and ray and i did not want to shit on this take that you just did yeah this is why take. we didn't pick this okay yep. we're not dumb we know good audio okay? we know media we know media. So we were waiting for this take that you're well, giving. Here's the thing you don't know about me. I'm not going to cut this. It's all going to stay. Perfect. It is the second time we've done it because the first time we did it, the audio sucked. So anybody who's been listening to the Simple Mind Sports Show for more than a week knows that we basically lose audio once or twice a week. This is no exception. 
We just so I appreciate you assholes changing your changing your game up a little bit, but it was like a month ago, and we can we can dive back into your same thing. The You're favorite, talking to Raid Man though. Raid Man doesn't forget it, that look, shit. Look, 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 look! I want to talk about memories. I want to talk about shit that hit you deep down in the fucking plums that just grabbed you by the ball sack and said, "Tom Brady's the fucking man." God the damn second, it! Thank we have Tom Brady. And two thousand and three, two thousand and three. I I agree with you, Bill. I agree with you. Uh, Tom Brady came into the league, and, and, and people knew people needed to know his name for sure. And, and as a Patriots fan, you went, "Fuck, we got our quarterback." But that's not a memory, right? That's an affirmation. So give me something. Give me a memory. Give me something that 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 the listeners can go, "Oh, fuck yeah, I remember that. That was great. That was awesome. I remember that game." San Diego, first touchdown pass, Terry Glenn. Tom Terry Brady's, Glenn. Tom Brady's first touchdown pass in the NFL was to Terry Glenn. Look it up, Ray, because you gave me a dumbfounded look on your face, but it's true. Came down. Oh, he just you, farted. That's fine. Against Doug Flutie. You want to talk about good memory? I mean, you look you, you want to talk about comeback. Drove the team down for a Vinatieri field goal late in the game or overtime. I don't remember the exact sp- specifics, but that's when I mean you saw the drive. You're trailing late in that game. And you saw the first inkling of our our guy, right? Yeah. You saw the first thing of the clutch gene. You look at clutch all year. You uh, New Orleans that year, too. He's throwing a fucking t- touchdown passes to his fullback in the back of the end zone in the ring. You remember the Jets game, what, 12-7 to 7 game that year, if I'm not mistaken, where he's leading his team down late in the game? Is that just, not the – is that not – sorry to interrupt your bill and keep going, but is that not the greatest thing to define Brady in his first um, half of his career? Who's the, who's oh, the best yeah. receiver you had, the open one? Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Isn't that, isn't that such a fucking – isn't that why we rooted for Tom Brady? We started this segment bitching about how much mm-hmm. of a diva and just piece of shit that, that Tom Brady has really kind of – I don't want to say become. I don't, wanna, I, don't wanna sh- I don't want this to turn into a shit on Tom Brady because of it, but he has become fucking kind of insufferable off the field. Well, but, now, yes, for but, sure. But think about those first – I mean, what a fucking guy to root for. Oh man, what a guy to root for! No, he doesn't. He doesn't put up the stats. No, he's not throwing for three touchdowns in the first quarter like Peyton Manning. But guess what? In the fourth quarter, when you need something, we went twenty years. We went twenty years without worrying if you were going to be able to get the game-winning touchdown right. or field goal that you needed if you had the ball. Think about that. Twenty years. If you had the ball at the end of the game. Our confidence was pretty goddamn high. Our confidence was pretty freaking high. What a what a what a thing to live with. In O one outside of Troy Brown, name another wide receiver. What? Wait, what? In O one outside of Troy Brown, name another wide receiver on that. Wiggy. Team. Wide receiver, you dumb fuck. Ray, uh, wide receiver starts with a W. Oh, I thought it started with a T. It's one of these. It goes up, down, up, down, up, down. I'm just trying to reiterate your point here, Rich, though. If you think about yeah, the, no, there's the, nobody. The, open, yeah. the open guy, Charles Johnson, I think. Terry he Glenn. He got cut after game seven. <laughs> you said it was his first TD pass, so fuck Ray, you do you no, have a favorite memory? Ray, seven. what's your favorite memory? Can you tell the story of the 2014 uh, fucking game that you guys were at? Because I nope. love that. No, I'm right. Bill said it because Bill says it better, so I'm going to go different. Fine. I'm going to go 2007. Okay. They're 16-0 season. The season that should not be talked about. But, we're gonna but talk anyways, about uh, Bill, my parents, and a bunch of Bill's friends were at P.J. O'Sullivan's watching the game. Bill's wife. 
Yes, a Bill's wife as well. Uh, that was the game that uh, Tom Brady also broke the single-season passing touchdown record. Uh, Randy Moss, Randy Moss uh, got the single-season touchdown record for receivers. Uh, the place was electric. The play, everyone was standing, cheering. I mean, that was just one of those things where you – I don't think any other fan base could actually talk about because it was just one of those things like – your team is the greatest of all time. Like you just did so many things. You just broke so many records. Now you're undefeated in the season. Now you just have the best quarterback to throw as many touchdowns as he did in the regular season. Randy Moss had an incredible year, 23 touchdowns uh, as a receiver. I mean, that was like the most electric, like high five and strangers, you know, yeah. drinking your ass off in a bar. I mean, that was great. Cause what, it was on the road. It was on the road. It was in New York. So it was just one of those things where you're just like, this is fucking awesome. Like you just look at it and take it in and just be like, this is fucking amazing right now. I mean, you have the best quarterback and wide receiver tandem of all time. I mean, that, that really got it for me. Can we pour one out to PJ O'Sullivan's? Yeah. Rest, rest in peace. Respect. Rest respect. in peace, PJ. Respect. No, that, that you're right. Ray, that moment is, uh, yeah, I remember it, I remember it specifically because Brady broke the record and Ross broke the record on the same touchdown, which is kind yep. of, people don't really talk about that. How like kind of un, um, you know, I don't know what the word is, but for that to happen in the same touchdown is kind of fucking cool, you yeah. know, and, and to do it in a week 17 game where clearly you had nothing to play for. There was no, there was, there was no qualms about what was going on. The Patriots didn't give a fuck. They said, we're going for undefeated. Yeah, they wanted the win. And yeah. everybody that ran up to him knew they were going for undefeated yep. because of Spygate. And everybody that ran up to him that entire season gave him the best fucking shot that they had. And there was one team that, that got to the best of them. But that 2017 Giants team gave him gave a run for their money, man. That Week 17 game was a was – a, that was a sl- – That's how they knew thing. they were going to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, they. I mean, that that probably, honestly, honestly, if we, if we really want to dig into it, probably hurt the Patriots in the Super yeah. Bowl. Oh, but a, a normal Belichick team lays down, does not put anything on tape, and that doesn't show them anything. Bowl, yeah, and they come them. out with yeah. some wrinkles in twenty seven. But come on, like everybody in two thousand seven, I know that they were slowing down into the playoffs, and the playoffs were a little bit of a grind for them. But they were fucking covering twenty three point spreads on the weekly. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody was riding high. Don't forget that Brady. Was I know Brady high ankle sprain, and their offensive line sucked, and the defensive line of the Giants is owed an immense amount of credit. Just that won them and. And the referee who did not call uh, Eli down Jarvis in the grass Green, when Green. can I bring up? I one think it was more? Seymour, wasn't it? No, it was Jarvis Green, ninety-seven. Rain bet man. on it. Bet on Rain it. Man. Bet on Ray. Look this up real quick. Why I make this point? The the fiftieth touchdown. The play before Brady overthrew Randy Moss by like thirty yards. And you know what they did? The next fucking play, they went back to the same exact thing, and there was Brady. There was Moss running in the end zone. Their confidence was so high. I'm I'm still baffled by how Randy Moss gets cut as open as he got because when you watch him run and cut and run his routes, it's like he runs two routes. I know, but no, yeah, he <laughs> down ran the more, field and then his he ran more with over. the Patriots. But either either way, like how do you not like just stay on top of him? It was insane. Uh, this actually brings up a, a a kind of thing I want to bring up is how good the Patriots were. Before and after. Did you see his face? He knows I'm right. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I told you. Fuck off. I'm fucking Rain Man, man. Fuck off. How good the Patriots were, specifically after 2007, 
but also before and how just how ridiculous this dynasty is in sports that 2007 would have crushed most franchises 2007 18 and 1 going to the super bowl and blowing the perfect season would have dismantled most franchises and instead it took a little bit but came back went to six more fucking super bowls like nine more afc championships five more super bowls <laughs> who's up now bitch i know the math <laughs> <laughs> I like, I like how he's like, Rich was like, pause and like, wait a second. Is he right, that motherfucker? I was counting this year. I was counting this year instead of. Went to nine total. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Either way, the point, the point I'm trying to make is the fact that 2007 is not brought up more when you talk about the New England Patriots as a failure to do something incredible or as the best team ever. It's just kind of lost in the, in, in the haze of how good the Patriots were for 20 fucking years and Tom Brady is you know, 50% of, of that in my mind. I know. Well, if you look at a, today's dynasties or the dynasties of the NFL, the Niners won a lot of their ships championships in a short amount of time outside of the, what the 95 won. There was a little gap there. Pittsburgh won four out of six and then won two with Ben, right? Ben's got two. Cowboys. The Cowboys won a bunch in the, they won two early, and then they won their three, right? You you look at it as dynasty aspects. You won three in the early 2000s. You waited, what, 13 years, and you won three more? Like, that just shows you longevity of a dynasty. You waited Incredible. 10 years, you idiot. That's 10. Hey, don't yeah, tell numbers with Bill. Whatever. Yeah, whatever, Bill. Don't worry. Come on, You're Rain, man. Just fucking You're right, that. Bill. Don't worry about but, it. 1404. No, but, but, but either way, I'm just saying, like, you see, like, you don't see teams – Go no. three and th- like you don't see teams go like it's the greatest two separate dynasties. If you think no, and and, the, and and that's only defining it by the championships because the success that was that was had in in the middle they were still the best they were still considered yeah. the best team in the and NFL you lost three in preseason every single yeah you went to three one you lost them so they were still considered the the top of the NFL um, in that gap of, of of winning so yeah just 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 really the greater point to that to me was yeah 07 just gets lost in the wash when it really would be the the hallmark good or bad of any other franchise yeah. uh bill yeah. bill tell us the 2014 game that's what like you said the most memorable this is one of my top of my list is because i was there the with Baltimore, me the 2014 you forget you divis- about it, right? divisional round no, champion what i was there with you, you dink okay Include me in this conversation, you prick. Can you let me finish before I include other people? Okay, go ahead. It did, it did seem like you were just going to avoid the fact that you were with Ray. No, it's, this is part of the story. Okay, <laughs> Ray go is part on. of the story. I'm sorry. We're, we, you should not interrupt a generational storyteller. Dude, uh, uh, the likes of Billy Trashkin. Raymond. I did go Raymond. with Ray, my dad, and a uh, friend's brother, which was his first game ever. You start out the game 14 nothing, Baltimore. Come back 14-14. You're down 28-14. Stadium is as quiet as I've ever been to a Gillette. 
you you bust out some fucking illegal formations. They deemed them illegal later, but at the time they weren't. Started coming back, but that Julian Edelman pass. Everyone's always said whatever game they've been to, it's been the loudest ever. That stadium was physically shaking. Mm-hmm. Physically shaking. And I think Zolak even said it in the, in I think the post game, whatever, or on the radio. And it was like, I've never seen it as loud. Heard it. Or heard it. I've never. And he said that you could literally, if you look at the cameras for Net, uh, not Nesson, but NBC, you can see the cameras. After that, I'm going to pass. You can see the cameras shaking. Like, I've been to a shit ton of games, four or five AFC championship games, and that was by far the best, most exciting game I have ever been to. Agreed. Agreed. Ever been to. And, like, just to see Brady in action come back from two 14-point deficits. And that fucking – that dart he threw to Brandon LaFell in the corner of the yeah, end zone. one of the best the throws I've ever zone. seen. And he, not only one of the best throws I've ever seen, one of the best catches I've ever seen. Brandon LaFell catches that one hand on his hip. Well, with a yeah. man in his face, like I'll much- tell you what, though, good catch, fucking way better, better throw. throw. Fuck yeah, fucking think- way better throw. Does not break stride. Nope. Basically, puts his hand out and cups it on his hip. Yeah, nice catch, good catch, but dude, I, that's Brady's. That's the greatest. Name me throw another Brady's ever thrown. Name that's me another quarterback throw. that that does that. I mean, those are the type type of things as we move into a new era that we're really, really going to have to adjust with. We really have become uh, just taking advantage or accustomed to the type of throws that we think are normal. When you go watch any other fucking NFL game, for the most part, and the precision. The absolute precision Tom Brady had and still has probably as an NFL quarterback is quite honestly unmatched. I mean, uh, that's the biggest thing I take away from Tom Brady as a quarterback is the precision. The, like, Go watch some of the balls that he throws to Julian Edelman. Go some, watch some of those balls that he throws to Edelman. Like just inches, man. Inches to get those things in there. And the and – the, And that Baltimore game is a perfect example of not – I was never – don't get me wrong. I'm always worried because we're New England fans. We always think that the worst is going to happen all the time (laughs) in every fucking scenario. Brady gets the ball. We think someone's going to – he's going to fumble it and whatever. So it wasn't that I was not worried. It was that I had confidence that Brady can bring – that Brady could win the game in any situation he's given at any point in time. The the worry in that that era of Patriots football was – the fucking Ravens and Joe Flacco are throwing on you and dicing you up by the tune of 14-point leads in both halves. Can you stop them? And my, the greater point here is I didn't have – I had confidence in Tom Brady. When they got to a tie, I was like, oh, fucking, we're – okay, we're, we're, in good, we're in a good situation now. So I believe Brady could win it. I believe Brady could win. I believe Brady can win any fucking game that he's in. Being at that game, though, Rich, like Ray and I talked about it, and I told Ray, I was like, you're down the first 14. You come back 14-14, you're like, all right, we got a shot with this. But when you're down 28-14 to 14, mid to late third quarter, I told Ray, I'm like, dude, I don't Oh, yeah, we had many talks. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I don't know if we can do this. Like, it's not that I'm doubting Brady. I was doubting the defense more at the time because you want to talk about – I'm pretty, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's what I just said, Bill. 
No, I know. But you want to talk about Joe Flacco covering up a defense? Brandon Browner, Revis, Logan Ryan, Kyle Arrington was the starting. And they were money all season until that Baltimore game. Until that Baltimore game. And Patrick Chung was there too, Devin McCourty. But when we get fucking Owen Daniels catching fucking ducats in the back of the end zone, you're like, all right. Owen Daniels was ripping us apart in that game. Justin Forsett. Justin Forsett was a – That fucking Owen Daniels. And the second that – the last touchdown. The last touchdown by Owen Daniels, I did think, oh, fuck. Yeah, they made it twenty. Yeah, they made it twenty-eight to fourteen, and there was no fight from Patrick Chung in the back of that end zone. And you're looking at it, going, "Wasn't even close." Are we? Do we have any shot at this? Even when they were fucking took the lead, I'm like, Joe Flacco's going to come back until he throws a duck at the fucking Devin McCourty. Well, that's your classic Joe Flacco, which brings me in my next point. What is Tom Brady's best game? Because most will say, and I will agree with them, 2014 run, Seattle. Seahawks, yep. 2014 Super Bowl. I will consider his best game. I think it was because because of the competition. Yep. Because of the competition and and the adversity that he faced. Some of it to his own fault because of a stupid red zone interception that he threw in the first drive, mm-hmm. and a second bad interception that he threw to uh, help him with the linebacker. Uh, stud but, linebacker. Not, not Bobby Wagner, but um, I think it was Bobby Wagner. It, it was, was Bobby, Bobby Wagner. Wagner. It was Bobby uh, Wagner. Bruce Irvin went to the Raiders. Yeah, Bobby Wagner. Yeah. Bobby Wagner. So bad. Two two real bad interceptions. Two real bad interceptions. And anybody that and this is my a real uh, greater point I have in, in Brady's career. And a lot of people will bring this up that his postseason numbers are a little bit skeptical from time to time. And he didn't always have the greatest games. And, and what I'll say to them is, you're right. You're right. He he's thrown interceptions in games that they've won more often than not. And the, the fucking trait of Tom Brady is it doesn't matter. It no. does not matter. That's why Tom Brady is Tom Brady, because he will come back over and over and over and over. And if he made a bad play before, he will make 10 times the plays beyond that to, to come back from that. So that that's why the Seattle the Seattle Super Bowl down ten to the greatest defense we've seen since the Baltimore Ravens in two thousand, yep. probably right two thousand. Oh, hundred percent. And maybe even beyond that. 100%. That was the hundred percent. That goes down as the greatest. That goes down as my as Brady's kind of masterpiece for me on what people thought might have been a twilight of his career. The most pressure. His legacy was on the line. They hadn't won a Super Bowl since two thousand and four. They had lost two to that point uh, in 07 and eleven. Um, they, he was coming off the deflate gate bullshit. So 2014 will always resonate with me, right? Uh, I'm just going to say a few things and then I'm going to have you guys answer for me. Okay. Third quarter, two twelve left down 28 to three. Oh, here we go. That is his masterpiece. No, it's not. Against no, it's Atlanta, not. going 43 for 62, 466 yards, two touchdowns, one interception, quarterback rating, 95.2. Give me 14 for 16 for 144 yards and two touchdowns against the greatest defense that we've seen since 2000 that's coming off the Super Bowl champions from the year before. Thank you. Down 25 points in the third quarter. I don't give a shit. I do not give a shit. That's a full team effort, Ray. That's a full full team team effort. effort. You're talking about the best defense we've seen since 2000 Ravens. He had two Super touchdowns in the fourth Super Bowl down. fucking champions. And by full team effort, I, I include the Atlanta Falcons and their idiotics. 
<laughs> idiotic be- idiotic no, behavior. But if we're talking about masterpieces, do you don't think that's a masterpiece right there? It is. It no, is a look, masterpiece, okay. but when you go against the best defense that we've seen in 20 fucking years. All right. I'm not going to agree with Rich and say, hey, Rich, I'm going to piggyback off your point. Seattle, great. I'm fucking bring up another point, Bill, you stupid fucking cunt. And I'm debating your fucking dumbass take by backing up Rich's point. Oh, I Indeed. agree. I agree with Rich. Seattle was a great fucking game. Probably one of his best. Going as the best defense ever that we've seen in our lifetime. But against Atlanta, down 25 points in the third quarter. Kobe. No! Dead to me. Down 25 <laughs> points. 2-12 left in the third quarter. Coming back from that is amazing. It's just amazing. Look, Not giving up. That's not the Mona Lisa, though. Mona Lisa. You're right. Seattle. You're right. You're right, Ray. I, yeah. I will, let's, 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 let's just dive into 28 to 3. Because it may not be Seattle. And it, I think we all agree it's not Seattle because of, yeah. the, because of the, um, the position that they're in. If they lose Seattle, you don't get Atlanta. No, Probably. Right. If you lose you're right. Seattle, you're 3 and you're 3. And three. You're looking at completely different fucking legacy for Tom Brady if you lose Seattle, right? So 28 to 3 might not even happen. So um so uh so yeah, so to talk about 28 to 3 or sorry, yeah, the 25 yeah, point right. comeback against Atlanta, I talk about being a New England fan. I live in a state to be unknown. I do not live in New England anymore at, at this current time. I watch with a lot of non. Thank you, Bill. I watch with a lot of non New England fans that are friends of mine that that root that help that support me and whatever. And when we're watching that game, and the Patriots are playing as poorly as they're fucking playing, and they're not bringing the the normal Patriot behavior, I'm going. There's I'm going. There's no fucking chance they're they're winning. I go. This game's fucking over. And everybody around me is saying, look. It's the Patriots. You got Brady. You got a chance. And they were literally saying that basically until they started to make that comeback. So I think, you know, that's another, you know, that, that's the way the world thinks of Tom Brady. As New Englanders, we can't because we're built we're with New cynicism. Englanders. We're yeah, built oh, with yeah. the world's going to burn on our, on our graves. But You know uh, why, Rich? Because we grew up Red Sox fans that have been right. breaking, our, breaking our hearts forever. Because I'll tell you what, I was at, I had a, it was a small Super Bowl party. It was 28 to 3. We started playing, we started gambling. We were playing craps and we're like, screw this game. And if I wasn't at a Super Bowl party, I would have shut the game off and went to sleep. Because why? Because we're New England fans. We didn't expect this. Also, if you went to sleep, you thought it might help. Yeah, because like it would ease the. You pain. thought for some it was reason in the pain. You thought for some. If I just don't watch for a while, maybe they'll come back. The fact yeah, that yeah, I'm yeah, watching, yeah. that's why they're playing bad. Oh man! Every time I go to sleep, it's like, all right, they're down four touchdowns. Maybe they'll come back because maybe my my luck is bad for them. But if you want to talk about like the fourteen not happening, Brady or sixteen not happening, if four, you lose in fourteen, Jimmy Garoppolo started in two thousand sixteen. Oh, that's a hot take. I don't want to get there yet, Bill. Hold on thought because I, I okay. do want to just talk a little bit because this is the Brady boner hour. It's not the Jimmy fucking Garoppolo boner. No, I know, but I, uh, I just want to throw that point out there. If, if 14 doesn't happen, Garoppolo. Yeah, Bill was ready to move on. He probably, and he might trade Brady, but Brady, Brady won that one and forced the hand maybe. Um, it cannot, I don't think 28 to three can be understated enough. I, I, I think sure. you're right, Ray. I think it, it, it's really, really fucking close with Seattle. I just think the stakes in the competition uh, put Seattle 
that that notch above his his as his masterpiece. But twenty eight to three, yes, it's a team effort. Yes, you need you need a left tackle to fucking hold. You need um, Matt Ryan to take a sack like an idiot, and Dante Holding, Hightower yeah. to make a fucking play. You need. Uh, Julio Jones to catch the ball in field goal territory and, ha- and then, and then watch all of those mistakes happen to, to not ice the game. All of those things need to happen in order for Brady to get the opportunity to do what he did. But look, I don't know if there's a quarterback in the history of the NFL that if given the opportunities that Brady got in the Atlanta Super Bowl, would have done what he did. Yeah. The type, the, the, you could feel it. You could yeah. feel it when it started to roll. When it because I well, you guys know when you watched you were watching the Super Bowl and the Atlanta defense was fast, man. You went holy shit, holy shit, they're yeah. fast in the first quarter. It was like God damn, mm-hmm. they're moving. Brady Jarrett at three sacks. Who's that talking? guy? Number forty five, Dion. Uh... Dion, no, Grady Jarrett was forty five. No. No, no, Ray. Whatever. Julio Eddie Jones was eating him up. Uh, Deontay Freeman was oh. fucking running all over us. The defense could not. Our our defense could not could not hold them. It looked like it looked just look outmatched. But the Patriots were moving the ball. The they Patriots the were the moving first, the, the ball game. the whole first half. They just didn't get points. They couldn't scale, score. Yeah. And you and then and and then the post game the uh the, the audio that came out of belichick and the sidelines were look we're in this game we're not playing that badly we're, we're we're in this game we just need possessions and then in the third quarter end of the third quarter they got that first touchdown and you could you watch brady's eyes you you'd seen you that before you'd seen those eyes before fucking laser focus well and you heard silence jules is sitting right next to him absolutely laser focused for your mom do it for your mom. <laughs> Do it for your mom, bro. Do it, Do it for, for your, your mom, bro. Gronk no, was cranking one out to fucking Monster Energy Jinx in the corner, and they were ready to fucking go. And now, and you know, and two two point conversions. Danny Amendola. I mean, that un unbelievable. When they got to that, when they got down eight, I went, oh shit, they're gonna do it. Mm-hmm. See, oh, when they, they're when gonna they... do, and I hated myself for saying that as a New England fan. I was like, "Shit, I should not be thinking this. I should <laughs> not be thinking this." Right now, yeah. But I guarantee you, if they get the ball back, they are going to tie this game, and then they're gonna win it because Atlanta are choking dogs. Those yep. fucking losers. It was the perfect combination. It was the perfect combination of winners and losers: the Atlanta Falcons and the New England Patriots. The best was when the owner happens twenty eight to three. Oh, Arthur the Falcon, yeah, Arthur Blake, Blake goes biggest, down to the field and you see his face like, oh fuck, we're gonna the lose. The biggest it. fucking comic villain looking motherfucker <laughs> on the planet. It's like we're gonna life. win, we're gonna win. Oh no, shit, kill, let's kill I, all the and yeah. then they fucking lose. <laughs> I didn't think that, dude. Even after they scored the touchdown, <laughs> oh shit, was James White scored the right before that last two-point conversion to Amendola. Like, even at the two-point conversion, I'm like, there's no fucking way they're making this. There's no fucking way. And they that's, a, that's New England fan coming out on you. Yeah, dude, for sure. We've been broken. We've been heartbroken for years. So let's, 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 so can where I do you say put one that? Thing, though? I'll say one thing, though. That back shoulder throw that he had to Hogan in overtime was one of the best throws he's ever made. That, oh, coming back, that was a Peyton Manning throw in overtime when he was money, was Who? disgusting. 
Brady to, to Hogan, Chris Hogan in overtime. Guy Alfred was right on him. And it was he was because he's dead to you. I get it. I get it. But this is this is supposed to make our dicks hard. So Brady's not dead to me for this segment. And right, can you make a segment without fucking taking headphones off? Yeah. Can you sit down, Jesus right? Christ, can you just can My you back hurts, boys? My back hurts for thirty seconds. I was Jesus. I was bleeding a little. You're, I, was, I was. I don't think we can do a segment without the forty minute time limit. We are completely off the fucking rails. It's yeah. complete nonsense. It's your Don't fault, Rich. A couple games. Fuck you, Ray. Snow game. Where, I was gonna say that the tuck rule. Tuck rule snow game. That was another. That's that was an Adam Benatari game. Is that an Adam Benatari game? But no, if he doesn't no, have the tuck rule, no, that's, a, that's a Brady game. No, it's a it's a Brady game because he yeah. led the team down the field. Led the team down the field. Adam Vinatieri had a forty five yard kick and a fucking hurricane. Blizzard, snow four, hurricane. Forty eight. That's an Adam Vinatieri. Snow game's an Adam Vinatieri game. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But yeah, I don't but, remember. I obviously dude, remember Brady's, that game? Brady's first touchdown. Yeah, he ran he in, spiked it, and fell over. Fell his ass. Love on. it, love it, love it, love it. But that's not the fourth quarter. That's not even the fucking end of the game. Adam Benatari, that fucking kick that ducked its way through the fucking snow and the wind and barely made it over, and then he made another, what, 37, 35, 37 in overtime? Come on, man. That's an Adam Benatari game. I couldn't Don't get me wrong. It, is the old one Super Bowl and the Carolina Panthers Super Bowl an Adam Benatari game then? No, no because the Brady no. took him down two minutes, Ray. You're an idiot. And I was just yeah, going to give you a little bit of – I was just going to give you a little fucking cookie to chew on, you fat fuck. I was going to give yeah, you a little fucking chocolate chip cookie to chew on and say, in 2001 snowball, Drew Bledsoe doesn't win that game. As oh, much no, as it's doesn't. an Adam Benatari game, Drew Bledsoe does not win that game. It still takes the Tom Brady throws that it takes. But basically what it did was Charlie Weiss, running back, tight end, Jerm- running back, Jerm- tight end. Jermaine, Jermaine Wiggins had, what, 11 catches? Yeah. 11 catches that game. Him and David Patton. John David Gruden. Patton. John Gruden, why don't you stack the box? It's snowing like 1978. They can't throw it more than 15 yards. So, no. Drew Bledsoe does not win that game, right? I'll give no. you that. Thank Chew you. on that little cookie. Take Thank that you. home with you. But that's an Adam Benatari game. Tuck rule was a fumble. Tuck rule was a fumble. Let that be known, New England, you fucking crybabies. At three diehard fucking Patriots fans. Tuck rule was a fumble. Tuck rule was a fumble. But also. Oh, fuck yeah. It Oakland, was called correctly. But it was also, also you Oakland correctly. little fucking cunts. It was called correctly. So Vegas called or correctly. Vegas or Oakland now? What do no, we, we at the, dude? They are. That was a fumble in today's to NFL, but that was called correctly. And they it was finish. called correctly in the time. So shut the fuck up. Suck a dick. Um. Let's stop. <laughs> <laughs> Suck a dick. Um. Yeah. So the other, I think we already kind of, Bill, you kind of touched on it, but when Brady became Brady, you had. You had talked about the affirmation that Carolina Super Bowl, but um, I we've talked about it before. I think you're closer to 07. I'm yeah, firmly, so. I'm firmly in 2006. I am firmly on 2006 as the season that Tom Brady became Tom Brady because he made receivers that did not belong on an NFL roster look good. And it was if it wasn't for a 21 to three blow blowout and rest in peace for Caldwell drop. You're talking about your, your fourth Super Bowl in I don't want to do the math six years. Yeah. It would have been four out of six. And, I'm but that I was a Brady led team where 2004, it's a still the same defensive roster. I understand that in 2007 was even the same defensive roster, but that's a Brady led team. That offense 
they they were they started to lean on Tom Brady in 2006 where in 2007 they absolutely gave him the reins they started to lean on Tom Brady I believe in 2006 yeah I think that's when you saw like I've said kind of that 07 se- season you saw him go like the 50 touchdowns but as as far as you said Rich the 06 I could agree with you there because he's really coming to his own Rashe Caldwell Doug Gabriel uh, Jabbar Gaffney, you're talking about the no names of the no names. And, exactly. And you're in oh, Troy Brown was still there because, and then you're blowing a 21 to three lead in, in the AFC championship game that you had no right to blow. So, I mean, if you want to put anything on that 06 season, that was when you, I agree with you. That's when you saw, saw Brady become the best quarterback of all time. Because well, hot take a, best quarterback of all time, 06. Yeah, I, and the talk was there. The talk turning was there into after, best quarterback of all time. Are you thinking? No, I think by by. Let's look in 2014. If he lost that, he was going to go. People were still putting Peyton Manning above him. Above. But him. I'm saying at the time in 06, if he isn't shut the, f- I'm hungry. What are we eating? Your mother's <laughs> pussy. Your mother's pussy. <laughs> No, but like oh six, like you, the talk was there after he won the third. It's like okay, are we are, are we looking at? You the, have to the, heat that up, or <laughs> no, no, no. It's ninety eight point six degrees Fahrenheit. At okay, all times. body temperature. Got it. <laughs> I just spit that out. Well done. <laughs> you have to clean that up, right? No, it's a trash can. Don't worry about it. Oh. Okay. It's my fucking house. Clean up, you <laughs> cunt. No, but again, Rich, 06, I think you saw him carry that team. He was the best guy on that team. But before Indy, dude, he threw, what, four picks against San Diego? Three picks against San Diego? And what did done. I just talk about? What did I just talk about, Tom Brady? He could have. He could go – you could look at his, his playoff record and go, look, he, he's not the best quarterback to ever play no, in the but playoffs. Good game, but he's played bad. like fucking six seasons in the uh, in terms of the amount of playoffs that he's played versus so guys that have as, versus guys that have played you know six or seven games. The guys the guys got a whole career just in the playoffs, and yeah. you know you're playing the best competition when you get in the playoffs. And, and the idea of having a bad game in 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 San Diego, having a terrible game in San Diego, and then going to Indianapolis, who are widely considered the best team in the league, favored to go to the Super Bowl, and getting a 21 to point lead that or a 20 one to three lead um, that inevitably was blown. And that's, that's Brady. That's Brady. He doesn't, he doesn't let that, the shitty play affect his good play. And that's why he's been able to maintain greatness uh, up until now, up until now, up until 2019, when he became a petulant little bitch. Mm-hmm. Cunt is the right word, Rich. So. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. Sorry right. for misuse or of vagina. vocabulary. Or vagina, but whatever you want. So, look, guys. So, listeners, this is the second time we've done Brady Hour. Anybody listening, we, we lose audio quite often. Simple Mind Sports Show. This is what this is called. I will say, boys, I think our first round of this was a little bit more Way better. <laughs> That's always what happens. The I problem think, is, uh, Rich, I think the, the dedicated was, was, time that Brady has had with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the more time he gets decision. with Tampa Bay Buccaneers <laughs> has completely fucking, has completely <laughs> affected the way we look at Tom Brady as a New England Patriot, and it's only going to get worse. And that's why I can't wait for November or December when we walk in Gillette <laughs> and Ray Christ. is wearing that stupid fucking orange Buccaneers Brady jersey, and he is top five MVP boats. 
MVP, and the Patriots are 500 fighting for a playoff position, and Ray goes flaunting his number 12 <laughs> in the face of the Foxborough faithful. Oh, as I stab and we him are in the fucking kidney. shouting it from a goddamn loudspeaker. Look at this piece of shit. <laughs> Look at him. Look at him. And we have a bell that you have to ring. Shame. Shame. Rich, we need a podium. Ray's got a truck. We'll build a podium and we will not <laughs> let we will not let him move the whole tailgate. Yeah. Which, the only thing he can shame? wear. The only thing shame. he can wear is the jersey. Other than that, he's winning two in it. Naked yeah. everything else. Yeah, yeah. Just the fucking jersey. Out. Yep. yep. <laughs> Tuck it between my legs. Don't worry about it, boys. Yeah, yeah we'll make give, it look like a mangina. Yep. We'll gather a crowd, we'll give people raw vegetables and just, just start like, fucking chucking. Just like it. old yeah. English style at the gauntlet, just throwing fucking tomatoes at you. <laughs> Dude, we might have to park in the parking lot. So so not only will your jersey fuck you, but it's going to fuck us when we try to leave later because we got to go to the degenerates in the parking lot. Not the, <laughs> yep. not the fucking the best parking lot of all time is where I park. But we might have to go to the deep, deep P10 parking lot. I'm not going anywhere where it takes me more than an hour to get out of there. Oh, good. Then you want to go where I park. You'll go with Gaff. You, go with you want to go where I park. Dude, we're out in 15 minutes. The longest, the longest thing to get out of there is the walk from the car to the, the walk from the stadium to the car. You take two turns, you're on the highway, no traffic. We're not gonna name that any of you assholes trying to steal our spot, try to steal our spot, sons of bitches. Hey, anyway, so this was the, uh, this is the Simple Minded Sports Show, Brady Boner Hour. I'm sorry that you're probably only half mass at this point. We didn't bring, we didn't bring our whole. Kit and caboodle because Brady's turning into such a fucking tool. But uh, you know, we, we still got the memories, boys. And when he retires, we'll forget about his Tampa time. But in, in real time, he's dead to us. Mm-hmm. Thanks. I got a pee.
kick it.